The views and opinions expressed on the following program are that of the host and their guests and do not necessarily reflect the views of CJAM-FM. CJAM 99.1 FM, keeping your radio in a constant state of redefinition and now reaching higher ground in Windsor and Detroit. Hello, how are you doing? It's Zach Kowski. Prince. Adam Henrique. And you're listening to Wind City Sports. Yo, what's good? My name is Drake Damore, and you're listening to Wind City Sports on CJ 99.1 FM. We are now reaching higher ground in Windsor and Detroit. Wind City Sports is Windsor's only local sport podcast and radio program. We are here on CGM every Thursday with new episodes live at 8 p.m., replays on Mondays at 12 noon p.m., and you can hear all of our old shows on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, and so much more. We also have a Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram account. Talk all about that at the end of the show, as we normally do. Today is Thursday, March 8th, 2018, and it is episode 86 of Win City Sports. This week on Win City Sports, we have the OCAA's all-time scoring leader in women's basketball, a record holder on the team as well, and just a standout star on the St. Clair Saints women's basketball team from Windsor, Ontario. It's Shannon Kennedy. We're going to talk about her basketball career leading up to joining the St. Clair Saints Talk about her time there. Talk about breaking the records and being the all-time scorer for the entire league, yet alone the entire team history, as well as what the future may hold. She'll be joining me very shortly, but before we get into that interview, we have to take a quick moment to take care of two orders of business that we do here on Wind City Sports every week, kicking things off with our Windsor Lancers Athletes of the Week. This week, from our men's volleyball team, it's Roland Bouchard. And from the women's basketball team, Carly Steer. In regards to Roland, the third-year left side from Toronto chose the perfect time to have his best match of the season and the Lancers 3-1 OUA quarterfinal victory over the host York Lions on Saturday. He scored 17 points in four sets, including 12 kills, three aces, and two stuffed blocks. His clutch performance late in the fourth set, both attacking and serving, helped put the Lancers back in the OUA Final Four for the first time since 2014-2015. In their final week of competition of the 2017-2018 season, Carly Steer and the Lancers put on a tremendous showing in the OUA semifinals against the number one ranked Carlton Ravens. The fourth-year guard came off the bench to play 17 minutes and scored 12 points while going 100% from the three-throw line. So congratulations to both of them on becoming our Windsor Lancers Athletes of the Week for this week. And now we're going to have to take a quick moment to hear a PSA from CJAM, the things that keep us alive to keep doing what we do here, like Wind City Sports and all of our other spoken word and music-based programs. Following that, we're going to get right into the interview with the St. Clair Saints Athletics Women's Basketball Team All-Star, Shannon Kennedy. So don't go anywhere. The Windsor Youth Center is the only drop-in community center for homeless and at-risk youth. 
in Windsor, Essex. WIC provides helpful and experienced staff members and offers several important services such as meals, snacks, opportunities to explore creative expression, resume help, and a safe space for youth to come together. The Windsor Youth Center is open Monday to Saturday from 5 to 10 p.m. and is located at 1247 Wyandotte Street East. Get help or lend a hand right here in your community at the Windsor Youth Center. Yeah. All right, cool. So I'm here with Shannon Kennedy. I know uh, you're from Windsor, Ontario, born and raised, correct? But we want to learn a little bit more about your background. How did you get into basketball and where and why kind of thing? Well, with Jim Kennedy being my dad, it was really easy to get into mm-hmm. basketball early. I uh, started playing at the very young age of five or six in a Riverside program called Small Ball, which my dad and I now coach. Um, and then moved into playing travel in grade three for the Valiants. And oh, wow. I stuck with that program for 10 years, played for both my grade school and high school all the way through, and then ended up at St. Clair. That's cool. The, the basketball scene, like at least travel, I feel at least here is kind of like sheltered, especially with the girls too. Like I don't even know a lot of guys that played. So it's cool. I, I want to dig into that a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And uh, actually my next question was if your dad was very influential <laughs> in, in getting you involved and in, in coaching you even. Yeah, absolutely. He was a huge influence. Um Never pressured me or my brothers to get into it, but was obviously super happy and proud when we wanted to get into it. And from the very beginning, he was my first coach ever. And he coached me for my first three years of travel uh, for grade three, four, and five. Um, And he's always been my biggest supporter and biggest fan from the very beginning. And uh, the travel scene, like you said, is uh, especially for girls – kind of in the shadows and but the Valiance program has played a huge part in my development like I said I was there for 10 years went through some amazing coaches um who have helped me along the way develop to the player that I am right now and uh they're a fantastic program and a great development start for a lot of young girls absolutely that's the one that I really see out Mm -hmm. and about on social media and whatever Mm -hmm. it might be there's others that probably are there I just don't know them but the Valiance really uh they're doing well and we, we are going to talk a little bit about them some more, but I'm uh, surprised that you started at such a young age, yeah. you know, uh, being so young. It's, is that kind of normal with the other girls too, or is it, were you one of the ones that stuck with it and went through, or do you know a lot of girls that uh, you played with when you were that, that age? Yeah, it, it's definitely a bit early. Um, I was one of the ones, I don't know of anyone else who started that early. Uh, I did play with one girl who started with me in grade three and played all the way through and just because of some injuries couldn't play yeah, anymore. Course, yeah. But there was there was a couple of us. And then I play with a girl now who started playing in grade nine. So, like, it's kind of all over the place, I think, especially for girls basketball um, and especially now for just young, like, youth in general. There's so many sports out there that parents want to get their kids, kids into, right? They want to do soccer, hockey, baseball, yeah, so. everything. So uh, the sport that gets chosen gets chosen a lot later. But uh, – Bring it back to my dad again, him being such a big influence, I think, played a big role in me starting so early and sticking with it. That's cool. That's a cool uh, dynamic, cool yeah. relationship you can have with a coach, yet alone family, right? So that's, that's awesome. awesome. That's really cool. Um, so, yeah, let's talk a little bit about your high school career. So, obviously, you said you played um, grade school leading up to that. Um, were you right away in grade 9 on the team and just ran with it from there? Or what? Yeah, so I got there, and in grade 9, I accidentally showed up to the wrong tryout. I showed up to the senior trial, (laughs) and I did not want to go. And Don Hollerhead uh, said, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he goes, no, you stick around. You come try out. Why not? And I was going to play juniors, and they had the university tournament coming up that weekend. And they said, well, why don't you join us just for the weekend? 
And then by the end of the tournament, they're like, you're not playing juniors. It's not happening. Really? <laughs> so I stuck with seniors for all four years. My dad tagged along and uh, helped Don Hollerhead coach my grade 9, 10 year and then took over for grade um, 11 and 12. So that was awesome. We weren't the best team, but uh, great girls to play with. Don Hollerhead, great coach. My dad, again, being a great coach for me, um, I hold probably the scoring and uh, rebounds record there still, but it was it was a fun fun career there. That's cool. Uh, the high school basketball is a big leeway into college, right? Mm-hmm. So I always like to touch upon that. Like sometimes high school sports are you know just thrown away, mm-hmm. but especially in, in um, when you lead into college and in basketball too, very big. Yeah. You know, it, it, obviously in the states it's like huge. Yeah. right? they're even bigger now too with all the prep schools that are around. Like it's yeah, like like Vista. Yeah, and all that yeah, kind of all stuff, the yeah. prep schools that are coming into play that are making basketball and sports even more highlighted in high school which is kind of cool it's good that's what you need you yeah. need the exposure right like mm-hmm. i said like you don't see these girls and guys playing uh basketball at a young mm-hmm. age and that's the other thing that i want to touch upon when you said like some girls just started in grade nine as a thing it's like hey why don't you try basketball mm-hmm. it's crazy how many people have done that the people that i've talked to here that are like you know pro athletes or you know college athletes and they're like, oh, well, I played hockey growing up. And mm-hmm. then I, in grade nine, I started playing football because whatever. It's crazy how people can do that and, and you know, in <laughs> a couple of years as a young kid, make a career out of yeah. it. So, um, you know, throughout your whole life, has there been any inspiration from any athlete, whether it be basketball or not, on the court, off court, male, female, anything that, any, or anyone uh, that inspired you? Um, someone from the beginning, from my family, uh, Austin Kennedy, who's from the University of Windsor. He played football here as a quarterback, but he's my older cousin. And he was always kind of that, I guess, athletic role model for myself and my brothers growing up because he played football. He did basketball in high school. We'd always go watch him play. And he was always that great leadership role model for us and uh, stuck with all the sports, was very um, successful in his roles at the university and with Ravens and at Massey and all this stuff. So I think he was um, a standout role model for me. Um for, like, coaches, I've had a ridiculous amount of role models, starting with, um, obviously, my dad. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, started off. I, I didn't even put that together yeah. like, when I was thinking of question. <laughs> I was like, I was probably just going to say yeah. your dad. I didn't even yeah, think Yeah, yeah. So probably my dad, um, coaching-wise. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Tony Piccinato, who is the founder of the Valiants. Okay. So I had to throw him in there because <clears> without <throat> him found, finding the Valiants, I would have never played for them. And who knows yeah. where, what would have happened, yeah. right? Um. And then even down to another player, my brothers both play. So my the middle of the three of us, he plays volleyball now, but the youngest one, he's at Southwest Academy in London. Oh, wow. So the two of us have kind of always pushed each other and we're role models for each other, I guess, growing up mm-hmm. and developing in the sport. Just like in your own kind of realm, right? Mm-hmm. Like you're doing this over yeah, here. Yeah. It's almost family competition. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's cool, though. So Austin, for sure, not necessarily in the basketball standpoint, yeah. but just in sports. And Yeah, I didn't put that together because he's coaching the Lancers yes, now. He's one yes. of the coaches. I remember yeah. when he came along. I uh, interviewed one of the other guys, Evan Pashanik. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, like, yeah, all three of them, like, played together, yeah. all buddies. And <laughs> so that's a really cool dynamic. I didn't, you know, just being the last name, I don't always yep. put those things together. Yep. That's cool. So um, let's talk a little bit about before you got to uh, the land, or sorry, the St. Clair Saints. Mm-hmm. Um, did you do anything else aside from, like, high school and travel basketball? Did you do any, like, kind of special tournaments or, like, those all-star games that they kind of throw together or anything like that? Um, one of the major ones uh, that I did was – with Tony Piccinato, he took a group of us to Florida to play in an AAU tournament, oh. which was pretty cool. It was a showcase tournament. It was an awesome, unforgettable trip with yeah. those girls. Um, didn't do too well, but it was nice nice to be there and not doing too well. Gave us more time on the beach, which was nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. And then we also went to uh, through the Jewel program, which is junior 
um, under 18 elite league mm-hmm. um, with Paul Levac. We went over to Chicago for another showcase tournament and that was in grade 11 wow. with that team, which was an even bigger tournament. It was one of those ones where that you picture with like four or five courts going and the coaches just lining the track upstairs watching you. Yeah. So that one, that one was probably the biggest one. Wow, that's cool. Because mm-hmm. like we said, you know, basketball in the States at yeah. high school level is like almost as big as college. Yeah. You know, it's on TV and yeah. stuff. So um, like I said, you know, it might have been a little tough uh, on the court, but but how was that level of play? Did you uh, did you fit in? Feel like you fit in well? Like had yeah. a feel for it, or was it like oh boy? <laughs> this is, this <laughs> it is not for us. sure a culture shock at first, mm-hmm. coming from Windsor basketball, Ontario basketball back then. Like it's it's a lot bigger and better now, but at first, yes, it was definitely a culture shock. Um, once the game gets going, you kind of start getting the flow, and I felt I felt like I fit fit in pretty well. That's good. Um, That's good. With that team, I didn't play as big of a role as I did the last five years of the Saints, so I kind of just had my role minutes here and there, but I felt like I fit in with those girls over there pretty well. Cool. I mean, like, just that experience, right, mm-hmm. alone is definitely worth it, but, yeah. you know, I just uh, wanted to inquire about that. That's yeah, pretty cool. No um, so let's talk about getting to uh, the Saints now. Uh, were, how did the recruitment process go? Did you just enroll in school and try out, or were you brought in with a scholarship or anything like that? Kind of, yeah. hey, we want you part of this team. Yeah, so... Applied for school um, for early child education, did that one first. And a big pull for me to go there was my coach over the last five years, Andy Kiss. So I've known him for my whole life. He's one of my dad's best friends. And he was a huge pull for me to stay home. I knew him. It was comfortability and stuff like that. And then they had um, Ken Ambrose and Royal Church who helped in the recruitment process. And uh, scholarship-wise, St. Clair offers 2500 a year to all their athletes. So that was a big pull as well, covered almost all my education. So um, between those three, Andy Kiss being the main one, uh, Ken Ambrose and Royal Church, they kind of helped lead me along, and my parents didn't mind me staying home. So Yeah, yeah, that's cool. That's obviously because, you know, you might have been being recruited elsewhere, Mm -hmm. right? And there's always that kind of shock, you know, you don't want to leave home. It's a very young age. Um, So you had done those tournaments and, and even played in the States like we had talked about, but when you got to that college level, did you feel like you kind of just fell into it uh, pretty well or was it any any sort of a bumpy road to start off, I should say? Um, well, I had to kind of figure it out real quick because I jumped into a starting role right away Oh yeah, as a rookie. Wow. So I had to, I was kind of thrown into the fire, but I had a great supporting team of uh, like older girls that were great role models for me and helped me fit in nicely so they were very supportive of helping me develop and ease into games and stuff like that um I did feel like I I contributed and fit in very quickly Mm -hmm. um my coach Andy Kiss has always told me that I have one of the highest IQs (laughs) for sure the highest IQ on the team one of the highest IQs he's seen uh basketball wise so I could pick up on stuff quite quickly had me playing three four positions right away (laughs) anything but point guard I can't can't do that one (laughs) um so yeah I think a big part of me being able to pick it up so quickly was the supporting team that I had. Okay, cool. And that year, if I'm not mistaken, you guys actually went to the champ or bronze medal. Bronze medal. Yeah, we won year. the bronze medal. So were they kind of established team, or were they kind of fresh with new new people? A lot of new people. That year, we only had three rookies. It was oh, myself wow. and two others. So they were a pretty established team already, um, which I think led to our success. They were, and they bought into Andy's coaching and and uh, stuff like that. So I think them being such a close-knit group already and being so inviting of the three of us helped us be so successful that year. And compared to this year, we had eight rookies. Wow. So we it's, it was a rebuild. very different <laughs> dynamic, yeah. but uh, yeah, that was a good first year winning that bronze medal. 
That's cool. So I guess they're in that rebuild state. And, Mm -hmm. you know, now you've gone through the five years with the team. I mean, that's a long journey. I'm sure like everyone is a chapter, but uh, how do you feel like the team kind of progressed altogether? Is is there anyone that you stuck with the whole time? And did you know anyone when you uh, first came or did anyone join that you had maybe crossed paths with before? From the beginning, so the three rookies, was myself, Sarah Bondi, and Megan Boyd. We had come from the travel team together. Cool. So the three of us, it was kind of nice, yeah. could stick together if, and fit into the team where we needed to. And um, and then there was one other girl on the team who already knew, Jade Lyons, who I'd kind of grown up with a little bit. And uh, so that was another nice kind of familiarity there. Um, and Sarah and Megan kind of stuck with me for a couple years, and then a couple more girls joined the team that I had known from the Valiance program. So we got a few more recruits from there the last or the couple years after that. Um, there hasn't been one that stuck all five years. I'm the longest standing athlete at St. Clair, um, but I've had the same coaches, which is nice. So I've had Andy yeah, Kiss, Phil Milanis, and Roger Musso for the four years, five years, sorry. Um, but the girls that have come along have been awesome. Like we've have we don't have the medals to prove it, but um, they've been successful well, years, relationship wise, friendship yeah. wise, and things like that. So it was it was a good fight. Yeah, sometimes the tangible things yeah. are always what matters, yeah. right? So a little bit more on a personal level mm-hmm. now. Uh, going back to 2015, only your second year, you're named the OCAA Athlete of the Year. Uh, how did you feel about that at the time? You know, <laughs> being so probably what 19 years old, yeah. Athlete of the Year. That's yeah. quite the accomplishment. It was a shock at the time. Um, coming off my rookie year, I had quite a bit of rookie awards there too, and I was like, "Well, that's good. Like, yeah. that's <laughs> enough for me. I'm good." Yeah. yeah so absolutely. then I had happened to have a very good year my second year, um, and I was shocked more so because there was still so many like good fifth years in the league, and like like people who have gotten these awards. There's a girl from St. Lawrence, Lacey Knox, who's gotten Player of the Year like two years in a row. Like she's she was legit. So they, they like, said, Shannon Kennedy, like, player of the year. And I was like, okay. Yeah, looking at everyone else. <laughs> That's, like, uh, okay, I'll take it. <laughs> so it's kind of – it was a nice compliment, especially being able to get it in the midst of all those amazing athletes that were still coming through. And that one that one I'm very proud of. And my, I couldn't have done it again without that team that year, my coaches yeah. and stuff like that, my family supporting me. So Awesome. So you give the credit to yeah, where it's due. You know, it's not just – no, me. That's it's not awesome. me. <laughs> that's, that's a team sport, though, right? Mm-hmm. And obviously there's individual awards, which leads me to my next question. Uh, your most recent uh, accomplishment, the OCAA all-time women's score over 1,300 points. Uh, what do you have to say about that accomplishment? Just kind of general question, but <laughs> I know you've probably been asked a lot, yeah. but tell me how you feel about that. Yeah, that one I could have never written. I could have never guessed, could have yeah. never dreamed about. I never even thought it would happen. Um, and then coach came to me. First uh, first semester early on, he sat down and he goes, so, like, this is going to happen this year. Um, we're going to make it happen. Like, we're going to help you as a coaching staff and as a team. We're all supporting you. Like, this is going to happen. So from then on, I said, I don't want to know what I'm at. I don't want to know how many I need because okay. I don't want to play any different just to get this. Yeah. Okay. I don't want to play any different. I'd rather just go out there, help the team win games, and move mm-hmm. on from there. With One of AK's uh, big quotes is, with team success comes individual success. So we win, I win. We win, someone yeah. else on the team wins. Oh, so yeah. kind of led into that. So it was, it was that day was awesome. We actually ended up doing it at Humber College, which was pretty cool because they're number one team in the league. So to do it against them was an even kind of cooler accomplishment. Um, and it was an awesome feeling. They, they stopped the game at the next dead ball, kind of yeah. announced it and stuff like that. Got to celebrate with my team a little bit and then got to keep the game ball after, which is nice too. Oh, so cool. 
yeah, and then when we came back for our final home game, they celebrated again there for my senior night, and Sweet. yeah, it was pretty cool. That's really cool. Do you think that they kind of were like, okay, she's getting close, let's, let's do this collectively? Is that how like the coach's uh, mentality was? Yeah, I ended up finding out how close I was within about 50, and it was doable because I had like five, six games left. Yeah. So I didn't have to force it. I was averaging 14 at the time a game. I only needed to average 10 a game to then achieve this. So it was nice with the games coming up that I was kind of looking. I was going to be able to do it. And the team caught wind of it. And they're like, okay, we're getting this for you. We're getting this for you. And they were beyond supportive in helping me achieve this and beyond probably happier than I was <laughs> to achieve yeah, this, well. I I think. So they're being eight rookies, they're all kind of looking up at me like, like you're awesome kind yeah. of thing. They well, tell me all the time. And, <laughs> and they're the support team behind that, right? Yeah. They, I'm sure, like, like you said, uh, we win, everybody wins, or mm-hmm. I win, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're helping you accomplish that, right? Yeah. So I'm sure they probably feel a little, yeah. not responsible, but like, you know, a little <laughs> part of that. Is yeah. Yeah. Um, so you said, like, you know, I don't even want to know, like, what my points are. Mm-hmm. Because you don't want to just make that about that, yeah. right? You're still, you're still playing as a team, a team sport. But um, maybe this question might not even pertain. Like, when you hit that basket to hit that record what went through your mind where you're like that's it because as soon as you hit that <laughs> basket that's it you yeah. know you're the champ so yeah uh but did you even know you were there like yeah going going into humber i know i only need three three more points okay, so, so the game like, yeah it's gonna happen, <laughs> it's yeah. Gonna happen. so the game before at home was against niagara i needed 22 i ended up getting to 19 so that was yeah, kind of like i remember oh. reading that yeah like, i wish oh, i could have done it at home it. but it's all right um so going in we knew we were gonna do it weren't gonna force it um it was on my second shot. So the first one I took, I thought it, like, it was a three, and I thought it was good. Bounced just off back rim. A couple of plays later, came down <laughs> and shot it again, and it looked good. So I looked down to make sure. I knew it was behind the line, but to make sure. And then I looked back up. It goes in, and I kind of just stopped for a second. Oh, wow. And then the team kind of starts celebrating, but they didn't stop the game right away. They waited for the next dead ball. So then we're like, oh, crap, we got to go yeah, play yeah. defense because <laughs> we started to celebrate a little bit too early. But, um, no, it was... I knew when I released the second one that it was good, and I knew I only needed three points, so I wanted to kind of get it done in one shot, get it done early, and then focus on the rest of the game to get that win. So that's cool. That's didn't like end a, up getting the win, but that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's like a scene out of a movie. Like, oh, yeah. Slow motion, you look down, <laughs> the basket goes oh, in. Yeah. Oh, My dad cool. has the video of it, and I think it's the loudest he has ever cheered for me. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like he's recording it, and you can't hear anything but him screaming. <laughs> Jumping up and down, yeah. the video's going yeah. everywhere. <laughs> That's cool. That's such a, a cool way to end your five-year mm-hmm. career there. You did so much. And mm-hmm. obviously, um, you're a big part of the team. Obviously, you're the only person that was there for the whole five mm-hmm. years. So I'm sure you're a leader and a veteran on, yeah. on and off the court. Uh, just to kind of lead into your future and what may hold. You you did mention that you're coaching a little bit mm-hmm. with the Valiants, which that's that's awesome like, to give back a little bit. So do you have plans to do that, maybe mentoring, running camps, anything like that in the future? Yeah, so my dad and I and my brothers a little bit have been coaching through Riverside Falcons for a while. Um, in small ball programs, my dad runs a basketball camp every summer, so we've been doing that for quite a bit. Um, I hope in the future to hopefully take a Valiant team or can give back to them or stick with Falcons boys program. That's fine too. And um, I want to get away from. I do kind of want to end up back at St. Clair, maybe coaching with AK or whoever else is coming up. But I kind of want to get away from the girls I've played with and kind of let a new bunch come in yeah. and take them, go cheer on these girls for a while. But I do eventually, for sure, want to go back and coach or if. Um, for my future career, I want to end up at a school board coaching, or sorry, teaching um, kids with special needs. 
So when I end up there, I want to for sure take a team there, one of yeah. the junior or senior basketball well, that teams. Well, works out perfectly. Yeah. I was going to ask, like, yeah. you did mention you were studying ECE, <clears throat> mm-hmm. but um, how it might pertain to your career. So even, you know, the two careers uh, sport-wise and yeah. work-wise may not cross, but you can do both those mm-hmm. things what you're doing you know mm-hmm. that's that's awesome that's a that's a good way to end it off so uh thank you for joining me and <laughs> thanks for telling your story Okay, if you're just tuning in, you're listening to CJM Radio 99.1 FM. My name is Drake DeMore, and this is Wind City Sports, Windsor's only local sports program and podcast. We just heard from Shannon Kennedy of the St. Clair Saints women's basketball team. Now we're going to break down some local news, uh, starting off with their basketball team. The women's basketball team, who went 15-9 and this season, won the Constellation Championship Sunday afternoon in Etobicoke at the OCAA Championships, hosted by Humber College a thrilling 82-75 overtime win over George Brown. The Saints held a slim lead after the opening quarter, but fell behind when George Brown opened up a 32-24 advantage by halftime. With the win, the Lady Saints can lay claim to the 5th place overall finish in the OCAA. The nominations for the 13th Annual Westby Awards were released Tuesday morning by the Award Selection Committee. The list includes the multiple nomination of today's guest, Shannon Kennedy, who is up for Female Basketball Player of the Year, as well as the Mickey Reno Captain's Award. Full list of nominees and ticket information for the ceremony can be found online at thewestbees.ca. We had quite the weekend in Windsor for combat sports, kicking things off on Saturday with Porter City Wrestling presenting March Breakdown in conjunction with Impact Wrestling being filmed for a pay-per-view uh, event slash show. Uh, to be on their network, uh, which will be released on March 16th. I had the opportunity to sponsor the event, uh, take a little bit of time at the tables with Aiden Prince on some Wind City and C-Jam swag, take some photos and videos of the event, and even had the chance to interview Alberto El Patron, formerly known as Alberto Del Rio, which will eventually be on Wind City Sports here on C-Jam and on the podcast, as well as able to videotape it. We'll probably be able to release the video onto YouTube and Facebook and all that stuff soon. Another fun event from BCW at the St. Clair College, and they have announced that Impact Wrestling will be returning on June 1st and 2nd to uh, film about a month's worth of their television show for the Fight Network and for Pop TV in the United States. So of course, here on Wind City Sports, plenty more wrestling to follow in the near future. The following day at Maximum Training Center MTC here in Windsor, Ontario, a martial arts uh, training facility, they held a smoker show, which is kind of like an amateur amateur event for mixed martial artists uh, featuring kickboxing and jiu-jitsu matches a couple guys from central combat sports were there and i was able to meet up with sanjay maru who um, we collaborated to do some interviews together you should check those out on youtube and check out mma landscape on instagram twitter and facebook so a shout out to sanjay for uh, working together to do that uh, i've seen him at bcw making some videos for that as well so uh, looking forward to him releasing all those uh, he does some good work. He uh, released the video of myself interviewing Sasha Mallow following his 
uh, kickboxing fight and himself interviewing my brother Darren Damore after his jiu-jitsu match. The videos have been shared on Win City Sports Facebook and Twitter, uh, so check us out on there to see all that stuff. The Windsor Spitfires have secured a playoff spot and are down to their last six games of the regular season, one taking place right now over at the WFCU Center against the Sioux. Only two more home games following tonight, those being next Thursday against Owen Sound and the following Sunday, March 18th, versus Saginaw. As of now, it looks like they will be taking on the Sioux in the first round of the playoffs, uh, schedule yet to be released. The Windsor Express picked up a big win on Saturday night over the Niagara River Lions. They have been on hiatus ever since. Their next game is next Wednesday against the Island Storm. This will kick off a five-game home series between then and March 25th, then ending their season with a three-game road trip. We had a ton of Lancer athletes that have been named OUA All-Stars and handed major OUA awards. See GoLancers.ca for the full list. The Lancers are also set to host the U Sports Track and Field Championship here in Windsor at the Dennis Fairall Fieldhouse this weekend. Festivities kicked off today and will run until Saturday. But that's going to wrap things up for this episode of Wind City Sports on C-Jam. We're here every Thursday live at 8 p.m. with new episodes. You can hear all of our old shows, including this one, on iTunes, SoundCloud, and wherever podcasts are found. Search us up on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. One thing I haven't mentioned on the show is you can now follow me on Twitter, at Drake Demore. I made an account not too long ago. I post all of the announcements for guests and just random uh, cool stuff on there. So follow me, at Drake Demore, on Twitter. And until next week, smell you later.